Crying in Baseball, Baseball Podcast. I am your host, Logan Amelia. Today, August 8th, well, it's August 9th now, 12.35 a.m., August 9th. But today, the Chicago White Sox swept the Chicago Cubs in the Crosstown Classic. And that is just one of the many exciting games and series that has happened this weekend. We're going to start right off with the White Sox. They take game one on Friday night, 8-6 to six against the Cubs. Then game two on Saturday, 4-0. Then game three, 9-3. to three. Eloy Jimenez had two bombs today. I mean, Jimenez just rakes at Wrigley, man. It's amazing to see. The White Sox are now 10.5 up on Cleveland in the division, and the Chicago Cubs fall to 52-61, and 14.5 back behind the 66-46 and 46 Milwaukee Brewers. Chicago White Sox have... Not been off to a great start since the All-Star break, but you know what? They've gained on Cleveland somehow. Cleveland's 4-6 and six in their last 10. Just a, a disappointing showing from the Guardians. It's tough to watch them as it's, you know, them and the Cubs, really. Two teams that were just so dominant in 2016, and then, you know, five years later, half a decade, boom. They are both faltering. I mean, Cleveland's still second in the division. Uh, I mean, they they're eight and a half out of the wild card, unless you know they turn they turn on some magical jets or something. I don't think anything's going to happen, but you know, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. They put together a string of you know twenty some wins in twenty seventeen. So you know, hold, hold your breath, I guess, Cleveland. I don't know, but you know, the White Sox just I think. What a beautiful pitching performance shown by all the starting pitchers. Okay, now the Cubs in their eight to six game they scored their six runs in the seventh, eighth, and tenth. Now Kimbrel kind of choked it. He gave up that three to run home run in the eighth. But you know what? The starting pitching has shoved, man. Like, I just absolutely love seeing uh, all five starting pitchers. I mean, Rodon in game two was throwing 99 to start the game and then 99 in the sixth. Like, it's it's stuff like that that you just absolutely love to see. It's the consistency. Rodon, Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease threw today. Cease was great. He had double-digit strikeouts. I mean... It's Rodon at double digits. I think he, what would he, let's check what he topped out at. But Rodon was just so, he, 11 strikeouts for Rodon. I mean, that's just for Carl. I mean, if you told me a year ago, Carlos Rodon would have 11 strikeouts in a game. And, you know, it's not, it's not just Rodon. I mean, Dylan Cease, our four starter, had 10. And, it's just, it's amazing to see Lance Lynn had eight strikeouts in six innings pitched. And it's it's so, it's so good to see this starting pitching finally come together. Eloy went off this series. He absolutely loved to see it. And big news, Luis Roberts coming back tomorrow, man. They're coming back for the series against the Twins. Now, we need Robert back. And that's because after the Twins, it goes New York, Oakland, Tampa, Toronto. And that is that's kind of that's that's kind of a scary a scary set. You know, Minnesota. I have full faith that we will 
handle them accordingly. But, I mean, you know, we're, we're facing New York and Oakland at home. Oakland in a four-game set. Then Toronto next week in a four-game set with Tampa smushed in between in the weekend. Um, Tampa, Toronto, both away. It's, you know, you want to be careful. <laughs> it's, it's worrisome. I think that what is really going to real I away games in Toronto. I'm thinking back to you know the 2015 playoffs in Toronto where Roger Center you know against the Rangers were filled to the rim, just people going insane. And I am worried if the White Sox can do well. I, they just swept the three game series at Wrigley, but also the amount of White Sox fans there. Like it was, it was borderline home game, but it's ah, it that it's going to be a real test of strength. Tampa, they got eight fans showing up to a game, so that whole atmosphere isn't really going to do anything. But the the Toronto series, I mean, I think we took two or three from them last series when they came to Chicago. But I'm I'm really curious to see what what that's going to turn out to be. And I, obviously, you know, I want I want Robert to. He, I, I hope he just gets to knock his first at bat and he just starts off from there. Um, but I mean, the rest of the White Sox schedule, you got Minnesota, New York, Oakland, Tampa, Toronto, like I said. Then Cubs at home, Pittsburgh at home, Kansas City, Oakland away, Boston, LA home, Texas, Detroit, Cleveland away, and Cincinnati, Detroit home to end the series. We are facing, in the final month of the year, we have six games against playoff teams, and that's three against Oakland in Oakland, then three against Boston at home. And I, I, I don't think LA is gonna, you know, magically, magically start the playoff push. But you know, this is this is a prime opportunity to get the best record in the league. Is to you know, you know, take three, take all of them from Kansas City, take three from Kansas City. Take two or three from Oakland, two or three from Boston. I'd be happy with that. And then, I mean, dude, sweep the Rangers, sweep the Tigers. We got a four-game set with, or a five-game set with Cleveland because there's a doubleheader on the Thursday game. And then Cincinnati and Detroit. And, you know, it's, it. we got a golden opportunity with those last games in the season. So I'm just I'm just praying we take advantage of them. And that's my little White Sox recap for you. We're going to move to the rest of the league. We're going to do a scoring breakdown. We're going to go 10-6. The Rays beat the Orioles. Rays 66-44. and Orioles fall to 38-70. and That game was tough for Baltimore. Gave up 14 hits and had two errors. Although Baltimore did have more hits. They had 15 hits. Phillies 4-2 over the Mets. The Mets have fallen quite a bit we're going to talk about those new york teams in a minute with an 11 inning matchup the yankees beat out the mariners three to two the blue jays manhandled the red sox 12 to four that's absolutely brutal to watch for red sox fans the red sox yeah they're scaring me a little bit i mean it's good for the white sox but you know it's it's not looking good for them Guardians 6-1 over the Tigers, Reds 10-0 over the Pirates. The poor Pirates are just sad to watch, really. 8-4 Braves 
over the Nationals, 5-4 Twins over the Astros, 2-1 Brewers over the Giants. That's a hell of a series right there. That was 10-inning game. And, I mean, possible playoff preview right there. I would not be shocked. I'd love to see a Brewers-White Sox World Series. I think that would be amazing. Uh, Cardinals over the Royals, 4-2. Rockies, 14-2 over the Marlins. Oh, my goodness. 4-1 Athletics take on the Rangers and beat them. 4-3 Angels go into, well, not go into, but go across the way to the Chavez Ravine, the Dodgers Stadium, and take it 4-3. Albert Pujols did hit a home run there. Albert Pujols, I mean, what a what a player. D-backs win 8-5 to five over the Padres. Now that, and that's something you don't see every day. Now we're going to do a quick standings breakdown. We're going to start with the American League Central. Sox up 66-46. and 46, Follows Cleveland 10.5 back. Detroit 13 back. I mean, Detroit's 54-60. and 60. They're 5-5 five and five in the last 10, but they were on a hot streak for a while. Kansas City, 17 games back. Minnesota, 18. Minnesota, people thought were going to be winning it all or winning the division. I mean, 18 back. That's that's interesting, to say the least. But the American League East is getting quite interesting. We got Tampa in first, 68-44. and 44. Boston, four games back at 65-49. New York Yankees. On a brand new hot streak, eight and two in their last ten. Just lost to, or uh, they didn't lose today. I don't think. What what is that? What's that saying? Yeah, Yankees won today. Oh, I'm looking at Friday's games. I made that same mistake last time. We're gonna do a little recap of today's scores, and I got uh, yeah, I was confused for a second. Nine six Rays over Orioles, three zero Phillies over Mets. Bryce Harper manhandling the Mets, two zero Mariners win. That seems right. Red Sox fall to the Blue Jays, eight to nine. Oh, that's brutal. Toronto scores five unanswered in the seventh and eighth, two and three respectively. Indians over oh, the Guardians over the Tigers, seven to five. The Reds over the Pirates, 3-2. Braves over Nationals, 5-4. Twins over Astros, 7-5. Giants take on the Brewers, 5-4. Another tight game. Again, love to see them match up in the playoffs. Kansas City over St. Louis, 6-5. Rockies over the Marlins, 13-8. Still high-scoring games in Colorado. Mile-high stadium, man. Athletics over Rangers, 6-3. Dodgers over Angels, 8-2. 2-0 Padres beat the Diamondbacks. That that scoring seems right. But so New York, we're going to run through the East Stands real quick. New York 61 and 56 and a half back. Toronto 60 and 57 back. Both 8 and 2 in their last 10. Toronto has been coming back against those Red Sox, man. Boston's 2 and 8 in the last 10, lost the division lead. They're four back now. 68 and 44 Tampa Bay Rays are in first place. It's, it's, this division's competitive, man. Uh, there can only be three playoff teams from a division. And, uh, I'd say, I mean, I'd love to see a Boston-New York wildcard game. That'd be amazing. In Fenway, oh my gosh. That'd be insane. You'd love to see it. It'd be great for the sport. And obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of Toronto. Gotta be honest. I kind of like the vibe they're going with. I love those baby blue jerseys. And it's just, I think they got a good thing cooking there. They're 8-2 in the last 10, like I said. Beating the Red Sox. I mean, the Red Sox, oh boy, man. 
We'll talk about them for a second real quick. The Boston Red Sox have fallen so quickly. I, my podcast last week, man, I think I jinxed it. I got to be honest, I think I jinxed it. That it's, It was so, so very tough to watch. And just all of their games, really. You hate to see it. It's painful to watch. But you know what? Maybe maybe they can you know shape up a little bit. They still got a wild card slot. It's they got the second seed. Uh, they are uh, they're one percentage point behind Oakland. Oakland sixty four and forty eight. Boston sixty five forty nine. I mean New York two and a half out of the wild card. Just saying. Now let's talk about the uh, American League East real quick. We got Houston. In the lead, 66 and 46 is their record with Oakland two back at 64 and 48. Oakland's eight and two in their last ten four game winning streak. You absolutely love, love, love to see it. Seattle 59 and 54. They're sneaky good, man. They are sneaky good. They are putting up a fight against those New York Yankees. They're seven and a half back. Angels ten games back at exactly 500 at 56 in both columns. Texas. A steep 27 games back with a six-game losing streak. 39 and 73. Oh, that's that's tough to see. Now, I said it from the beginning. The National League East, the most competitive division in baseball. I mean, both East divisions, but the National League East. And I, I mean, once again, statistically speaking, I am correct. The smallest games back between first and last places in the east with 12 games back phillies 59 53 take on the mets absolutely destroy them bryce harper goes off you love to see that mvp form come back from 2015 it's good for the game it's good for the phillies philadelphia is a fun playoff atmosphere so you know what we need more of that we love to see it we got atlanta 57 and 55 two games back with seven and three in their last 10 oh i forgot that Philadelphia, eight-game winning streak. Eight games in a row. Philadelphia wins. You love to see it. You love to see it. Those those jerseys, man. I love those Phillies jerseys. New York Mets are two and a half back, 56-55, just squeaking over 500, two and eight in their last 10. On a four-games losing skit. I mean, that's, that's difficult to see. The Sellers, the Washington Nationals, who sold off everybody, 50-62, nine games back. Three and seven of the last ten. Obviously, you lose a quality start from uh, Scherzer every fifth day and a good bat from Turner. So expect every fifth day for them to be a little worse. And then Miami, 46 and 65, 12 games back. Again, I mean, most competitive division in baseball, I mean, by the numbers. I, I mean, you see the Mets. I, so only one team is making it out of the East. Because none of their records are good enough for the wild card. And the wild card's going to LA or Padres or Giants. Whoever ends up whoever does not end up squeaking out on top in the East. Although, you know, people like the Reds are putting up a fight, but you know, you got three teams within two and a half games and the division lead changing like nothing. And Atlanta squeaking in there with a seven and three in their last ten. It's fun to watch. It's very, very fun to watch. And, I mean, if Philly, I'm not sure if Philly can keep playing like this. But, 
it'd be good for the game. It'd be really, really good for the game. We're going to move on to the National League Central real quick. Milwaukee, still in first place. Their window opened in 2017, and people said it was only going to last a year. They're still here, man. Made the NLC. They were a game away from the World Series in 2018. And you know what? Three years later, I'm impressed if they are able to. I mean, I'd love to see a deep playoff push by them. They won the division in 2018. But I'm pretty sure they were wild cards in set. They were wild card in 17, wild card in 19. But, you know, they're holding on. They got a five game lead over the Reds, 61 and 51 Cincinnati Reds. Ten and a half back are the 55 and 56 St. Louis Cardinals. With people like Arenado and Goldschmidt, you'd expect for them, I mean, pitching. Pitching has kind of been their downfall. It's not. It's tough to watch the Cardinals. They got such talent, and those baby blue jerseys. Oh, they're so good. The Cubs, two and eight in their last ten. Oh, brutal, brutal to watch. L- losers of four straight. And Pittsburgh, forty-one and seventy-one, twenty-five back, five games skid. Brewers take the division easily. I'm interested to see if the Reds can make a, a wild card push real quick. We're going to wrap it up real quick with a National League West standings breakdown. We got the Giants still in first place. You thought they were leaving in May. You thought they were leaving in June. It is August. They are still here. 71-41 and 41 San Francisco Giants with newly added Chris Bryant, might I add. Um, I mean, they're... To bet against them would be foolish at this point, I think. I think that for too long people have been like ah they aren't gonna win they're they're winning the division at this point unless la goes on a tear which you know they might they're they're good at that but you know we will see we got la four back a 67 and 45 record uh padres seven and a half back 64 and 49 colorado 20 back that's a big gap that is a big gap at 51 and 61. And the poor Arizona Diamondbacks at 35 and 78. I want you to guess the number how far back they are. It rhymes with 36.5. But we're going to look at the wild card standings in the National League real quick. We got Dodgers three and a half ahead of the Padres for home field advantage. And then looking on the out on the outside looking in is Cincinnati two and a half back, Atlanta six and a half, New York seven. St. Louis eight. Not totally out of the question for Lewis, St. Louis. But then again, you know, Seattle's five and a half back, and I don't see them making the playoffs. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. I think that the key for the White Sox and their playoff push, because they got the division locked down at this point. Home field advantage, it's the most important thing. And you know what? In a world where they don't have home field advantage, I'm a little scared. But maybe they can prove me wrong that to uh, the Toronto-Tampa road trip. I'd love to be proven wrong. I would absolutely love for that to happen. But one can only hope. And I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Crying in Baseball, Baseball Podcast. We thank you for listening. See you.